6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Boy, oh boy. It's it's only Tuesday. It feels like it should be a Friday. But uh, when you think, when you have a plan and you expect the federal election to take center stage on 6.30 Chad Afternoons, well, then provincial politics pops back up again, and it is back under the microscope this afternoon and is going to demand a lot of our attention. This is what is going on. Uh, the shuffling of the deck chairs has begun. In less than 30 minutes, Premier Jason Kenney will announce changes to his cabinet. Global News has confirmed with multiple sources that Tyler Shandro is out as health minister. We are told Jason Copping will be named the new health minister in that ceremony scheduled for 3.30. We'll carry the cabinet shuffle live with analysis right here on 6.30 Ched. By the way, Jason Copping is currently the Minister of Labour and, Admin- and uh, Immigration. Now, after after the cabinet shuffle, Premier Kenny will join Alberta's Chief Medical Officer of Health, Dr. Dina Hinshaw, for a 5 p.m. COVID update. Fascinating times. My question to you, is it too little, too late? Your thoughts about what you're hearing on the provincial side of politics today. Stephen Carter is the president of Design Campaigns and known as one of this country's leading political strategists. He's been active in Alberta politics for a very, very long time. Stephen, welcome back to the show. Thanks very much for having me, Jalen. Steve, are, are we are we days away from seeing a resignation from Premier Kenny? Well, that was certainly the rumor that we were hearing uh, before the federal election, and every, everything was coming to a head on Tuesday. But this appears to be an action designed to stave off the actual resignation of the premier. So he's definitely going to go down fighting. I, I don't necessarily understand it. Uh, Jason Cotting replacing Tyler Shandro uh, isn't exactly a star to a star move. We're not seeing a, a star like uh, Travis Taves or something along those lines or Jason Nixon. Uh, moving into healthcare, someone who we could say, you know, that's a person that we can really trust. I would be willing to bet that most people wouldn't be able to pick Jason Copping out of a lineup. Well, and it's interesting because Premier Kenny has stood uh, steadfastly beside uh, Health Minister Shandro uh, through the since he was uh, named to the the portfolio. We know there's been a number of issues, some scandals uh, around uh, uh, Tyler Shandro, and and at one point Premier Kenny saying that uh, number one, one of the reasons when calls for his resignation were made earlier, the one of the reasons why he was so steadfast in his support for Chandra was the fact that given what's going on with COVID, that it would be too big of a file for someone else to take over. Now, here we are, the worst numbers that we've seen in the pandemic uh, through the entire thing. And, well, we're getting a new health minister. Well, let's be clear. This isn't a move that's being done by the premier because he wants to make this move. This is a move being done by the premier because he absolutely must make moves. This isn't because Tyler Shandro has necessarily even done anything that the premier didn't want him to do. I think that Tyler Shandro stayed as the health minister because Tyler Shandro was doing the things that the premier wanted. Uh, and, and maybe Tyler Shandro doesn't want to do those things anymore. Maybe that's one of the reasons mm-hmm. that there's a shuffle. Maybe there's another reason uh, along the lines of, uh, you know, this is, gives, gives the premier even more control by putting even in a less talented minister to take over the portfolio. The truth of these shuffles often isn't known for many, many years. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're going to speculate about what it is. But I do, what I can say is they're taking out one minister and replacing 
with a lesser minister on on almost any scale. Stephen, you've seen um, you've seen uh, behind the scenes many times. You have seen the uh, you know you have been uh, on the wall or in the room when you have seen calls for the resignation of a premier. Um, what happens next? What's going on behind the scenes right now? Well, the Premier's office and the party office, everybody who's involved in protecting the Premier is, on, is, is, is at the battle stations. They are, they're making sure that everything can be managed. Uh, all the different inputs um, are, are being evaluated and weighed. Uh, the difference is that on this particular case, uh, Jason Kenney's got pressure not just from one side uh, of the ideological span of his party, but from both sides, both the the left of the UCP and the right of the UCP are disappointed in Jason Kenney, and that makes it so much harder because there's no defined place that you can move to. He can't move to, towards the center uh, and, and address the health concerns of, of Albertans without losing the right wing of his party. And if he loses those right wing people on the party, he literally loses his leadership. He's absolutely stuck. And, he, and he's stuck in kind of a way that Alison Redford was when she needed to resign in 2014, 2015. Interesting um, that we're seeing that uh, constituency associations looking for leadership review. We know that uh, the UCP's vice president of policy, Joel Mullen, in a, in a guest column published by the Western Standard uh, today, called on Kenny to step down. And the last line in that article, uh, he went on to say um, something about uh, him always being caught in a lie. Uh, the knives are sharpened. How long do you think that he can last? I mean, how 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 long can you can you push this away and try to tamp it down well i think that jason Kenney has long been one of the most talented politicians in terms of managing uh internal politics and it sounds kind of weird to say watching how much pain and, and challenge he's in but let's not forget that just a few short years ago he brought together these two warring factions now that might actually be his downfall because having these two warring factions may lead to his ultimate demise. I think that he's within days, um, maybe weeks, and at the outside, maybe two or three months of uh, being forced to step down as the premier. I am hearing that um, that some of the money uh, has has dried up. I am hearing that some uh, major donors to the party have turned off the tap. How much of a role could that play in anything when the finances, when those donor donors are saying, hey, you know what, we're going to pause this until... Well, that's why Peter McKay ultimately had to merge the uh, Progressive Conservative Party with the uh, whatever this the, the Reform Alliance or whatever it was at that particular moment. Um, the the money's turned off, and when the money turns off, uh, the party can no longer operate. It's a secret. It's not a secret that the money is in trouble uh, with the UCP. We've been seeing it in quarterly reports now uh, for I believe the last year. It's also not a secret that they're polling horribly. Mm -hmm. Again, for the last year, we've seen the polls absolutely decimating the UCP. Um, the, the, there's been poll after poll. It doesn't even matter what pollster it is. Uh, all the signs show a party that is absolutely in decline. And if they don't get it back together, 
they're going to be done uh, much sooner than they need to be. Stephen Carter joining me this afternoon. Stephen, before I let you go, and I sure appreciate your time, one of the interesting things uh, that, that we that we know is that Premier Kenny, there is not a deputy premier uh, that's been appointed in uh, this party. If something were to happen, if he were to resign, um, what does that look like for the party, the party that Jason Kenny built, that he brought together? Who takes over or who could possibly take over the leadership? Well, one imagines that it might look very much like what's happened with the Federal Conservative Party, where Stephen Harper put together the Federal Conservative Party, the Conservative Party of Canada, through that merger with uh, Peter McKay. He led it to a number of successful elections. And then as soon as he's gone, uh, both Andrew Scheer and uh, Aaron O'Toole have not been able to live up to that legacy, not been able to, to reach the heights that the founder himself brought. Uh, and I have to wonder if anybody would be able to inherit this leadership and actually succeed. Before I let you go, I will ask you about the federal election. I mean, it was it's hard for me to believe that the federal election taking back seat to what's happening in the province today, but it is, given what is going on. Um, oh boy, my goodness. Uh, we're, you know, deja vu all over again, right? <laughs> Yeah, I think that, that you know, there, there's a lot of failure in this election. There's very little success. Um, you know, whether you're the leader of the Green Party, the leader of the NDP, the leader of the Conservatives, or the leader of the Liberals, you didn't really succeed. Um, all you've really done is, is not failed uh, spectacularly. The only one who really truly failed spectacularly is Anna Paul. She, she failed uh, by coming in fourth in, in mm -hmm. Toronto Centre, mm -hmm. which was a tremendous failing. But everybody else just kind of, you know, didn't, didn't fail and didn't succeed. Uh -huh. and, and now here we go again uh, into a minority parliament that is primarily pretty steady for, for, uh, for Prime Minister Trudeau. Do you think Justin Trudeau and Aaron O'Toole will lead uh, each respective party into a next election? I do, because I don't think we're going to be waiting four years. I think we'll be back at this uh, within, a, within a relatively short cycle. Oh. Uh, I mean, I, I hope it doesn't happen in four years, because uh, theoretically we could have a provincial election here in a couple months, and all three election cycles being on, a, on the same four-year cycle would cause my little head to explode. <laughs> Not only yours, Stephen. I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. Appreciate your insight. Thank you for this. Thanks. Thanks yeah. so much for having me. Yeah, take care. Stephen Carter joining us this afternoon. Yeah, he was the former chief of staff for Alison Redford. You heard him mention uh, uh, former Premier Redford, who resigned in 2014. He was the architect of Nahed Nenshi's 2010 campaign for mayor. Um, he's very, very active in politics uh, in this province, right across the country as well. So at 3.30, a cabinet shuffle will be following along right here on 6.30. Chad will have... Um, all the details of that, plus some analysis, some commentary as well. And at 5 o'clock, when that news conference starts with Premier Kenny and Dr. Hinshaw, you'll hear it here live on 630 Chad.